Yo, 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 it's your boy, Mr. Rated R Mara from the Lucha Outsider Show, and this is what we got for episode 68 on a rising review, Elimination Chamber talk, and we got Frank the Tank on the show. We talk about the Cena stuff. We talk about the Rey Mysterio rumors, Roman Reigns promo. What do we think about it? Is he going to get it like? All this and much, much more. Now, onto the show. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsiders Show. Lucha Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's yell. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Oh, there's a third guy. It's all right. We're the Lucha Outsider Show. I'm Leo. That's Frank. That's Mario. The heel that seals the deal. The villain that stays chilling. The anti-hero of the IWC. Your boy, Mr. Rated R. And you guys can find us everywhere at Lucha Outsiders. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Shout out to the big dog, Tone. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Speaker, wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star frog slash rating and review. Comments, dreams, you want to bury either one of us. Him, 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 him. That, you know that's not going to happen. Do Frank. Frank knew. Frank knew. They can take it. They're not, they're not going to bury him either. God damn it. Okay, I'll take it. Go ahead. Also, also, if you want the merch, if you want the merch of a Lucha yeah. Outsider shirt or hat, head over to LosTelecools.com or PoodleBrand.net. Shout out to our brother, brother, Mio Mio, Sunny Blue. Yeah, and I fucked up already because we're not streaming, but it's okay on that page. It's all right. You don't have to press the button. It's okay. Guys, share this video. Let everybody know that we are here. We're going to go over the Munition Chamber. We're going to yeah. go over a whole bunch of things that happened. Let the people know that we are here. Spread the word. Like the Facebook page. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram and the Twitter. We're everywhere, people. We are everywhere. Also, 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 also. if you like La Musica, check us out at La Mescla app. Yeah. We didn't make the link. No, it's a good thing. We're here. It's three of us. No? Triple threat. Can we be the, like the trio's champions? I like Triple Threat better. Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine then. Guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. We're going to take you on a little ride. If this is your first time coming to see us, welcome. That's my uncle actually. He's breaking shit. We'll show you the video later. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> what's up, guys? We're a little tight here, but it's all right. We're going to talk about wrestling. Welcome, Frank. I'm double fisting. Yeah. Hey, hey. hey. So first, can we just fix the arrangement here? Because, you know, you oh, just have. Oh, yeah, you need the button. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. Now we can see each other. This Frank, you look monster. lost, buddy. What's going on, dude? I just think Leo's a monster. Yes. 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 Like, yes! But it's okay though, we can do it. Let's go. Okay, so let's first thank everyone that's on the Facebook Live. Everybody's yeah. listening to the podcast version of the show. Welcome to Lucha Outsiders, episode 68. 68 episodes, people. I put 68. Yeah, I put 68. And uh, the next one's going to be the good show. <laughs> I mean, for me, I don't know about for you. 
<laughs> so, so Frank, how you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling great. How are you feeling? I'm chilling, bro. This is your fourth episode with us, right? Yes. Uh, second in person and... Yeah, second in person. And you're blogging for us, Al? Yeah, I'm blogging. You're a Lucha Outsider also, and yes. he just screwed up with the audio, and we're going to be fucked up for the audio no! version. <laughs> okay, so welcome, everybody. This is our show, Lucha Outsiders. Yeah! Uh, Shout-outs to everyone that's on the Facebook oh, okay, chat. Sorry. Everyone. Um, so, Leo. Yeah. I watch wrestling. Okay, we know. Oh, um, case. So you remember last week's episode, right? Episode 67. Yes. Solid it was, show, It was a good right? episode. Very good episode. It was awesome. So remember the last thing we were talking about on the show? No. Of course not. Um, you're, you're lucky if sh- I remember sh- what sh- happened this d- morning. D- don't, don't bury yourself now. Okay, not sorry. yet. Yeah. Remember the Louisiana controversy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot to look into it. Uh, totally. And Down there. That one. That one. Congratulations, no. you played. This, this is the problem with you trying to promote shit for this show, but and you not holding your end of the bargain. You could have reminded no, me. No, that's not my job because it was your idea to begin with. This is see the problem is with Leo. He says he's gonna be I'm a having places. an issue. With he he doesn't do it. The what? Shut up. Okay, sorry. Leo says that he's gonna go to hi, shows. She said hi, Leo. He doesn't do it. She said hi, Leo. Leave us sort of say hi, Leo. Oh, that's a first for you. <laughs> <laughs> So Leo promotes stuff that oh maybe the Lucha Outsider is gonna be there. I which guess guess what that ends up being? It's just me. Just you. Just me. Just me. But welcome to the show, um, dude. So you want to talk about the the article you did for us, the recent one? Yeah. Without giving too much of the article. Yeah. So basically, um, what <clears throat> I started uh, watching that Monday Night Raw, and uh, I thought the match was gonna end quick. You know, with a Reigns pin. Um, just to kind of pump him up for the elimination chamber. And you're talking about the gauntlet match, right? <clears throat> yeah, the gauntlet match. Sorry about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the gauntlet match. And um, I was just blown away, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing saying or disproving that he's not a great superstar, but Step going up. in there for an hour and five minutes, you know, that's like 12 commercial breaks. Um, he's the Iron Man. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, you know, the article just touches on, the, you know, how he redesigned, rebuilt. But, you know, what's he really reclaiming? You know, is he reclaiming the title? Because he had many opportunities, you know, upon his return to get the title, or was he reclaiming something more, you know, like a reputation? Um, and who knows, maybe uh, possibly be something of like a Shawn Michaels in the future, you know, Intercontinental. Well, he definitely has all the talent in the world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. To be, um, I'm, I, I hate saying the next Shawn Michaels because that's like such a overused term with a lot of wrestlers. Right. Um, but to a caliber of a Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Um, he definitely has the talent in the world. I. I believe he's a better heel than a face. Yeah. I feel like when he's a face, he's definitely lost in character. But um, he's so good at what he does, whether he's a heel or if he's kind of a bit of a tweener, because he's not that white meat baby face, but he's so good at what he does. It's like even when he's such a hateable guy, it's like how can you not like this guy? It's And I kind of compare him when he's a heel to Edge. Edge was such a hateable dude. People hated the guy because he was such an asshole. Right. But... He was so good. Yeah. So how can you not like the guy? And that's the worst thing they did with Seth. They didn't let him stay true to mm-hmm. you know that character. And in the, in the article, I, I talk a little bit about that about how uh, he lost you know like his tenacity when he left uh, the dark side. Yeah. You know, to quote the article, but uh, yeah, you know, give it a read. It's there. Definitely, it's definitely a good read. I recommend everybody that just wants a good read, even if they're taking a shit. Hey, just pull out your phone. It's definitely hey. a shit article. <laughs> Uh, Frank's wrestling name is El Hermafrodita. Uh, can you ban that guy from the Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> Almo, 
my new best friend. <laughs> no. no, but guys, guys, you can actually find that at luchaoutsiders.com. You guys can go there now. Um, we have Talking Tank. We have two uh, posts up there right now. The first one was about Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Really good read. The one now is Seth Rollins. And we got a couple more coming up. Um, guys, really good read. Not because he's here, but hey, if you can get me to read, I'm just saying. You're doing something. Some, okay. Give Which us is, topics. Talk get, to me. Give us topics, anybody that you want us to particularly, or maybe even a match or something, potential feud, what, especially with all the shit that's going on now, which we're going to touch on in a little bit. But uh, just real quick before we talk about, like, is, is mo- this episode is going to be a lot of WWE talk. Um, I just want to. I know for you. I know for you, you don't know the difference because you don't watch wrestling. You're still. Wrestling. You're, you're, you're still on Raw 25. No, no, no. I watch wrestling. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But I was at Raw 25. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just saying. How many, I was there. How many shows have I been to since after Raw 25? One, <laughs> two, how many three. <laughs> how many continents has Mario been to in the past three months for shows? <laughs> three. Three. Two, right? Three. What? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's fucking me up, and I have to tell you guys, because I'm listening to this like on the, on the replay, whatever, so I have no idea what Frank said. So why you Hi. just don't listen? Because I'm checking the sound. Make sure it's good. Is it good? Oh, it's awesome. Okay, so, so I think you could just unplug it now. Okay. He's had it plugged in for like 10 minutes. And he's <laughs> it. Well, like I told you, he, he's old, so it, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't like this. That, both that of is a disgusting <laughs> act. Poor Leo. So, oh, God, here we go. Poor but you can Leo. find Leo at ShowFootballLeo everywhere. No! ShowFootballLeo.com? No! LeFootballLeo.com? No! Delete! ShowFootballLeo on Facebook, Instagram, Delete! Twitter? Delete! That is a disgusting but act. That's your football everywhere. Uh, you want to plug your stuff? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give him the mic. You okay. Because okay. I don't know, Frank's having a good old time. Like, oh, hi. I'm just smiling a lot. I just cheese. <laughs> I just cheese. Um, we have uh, Chris Brown. Buy a third mic, guys. Come on now. Okay, I have a third mic. I just couldn't get it to work, and I didn't want to fuck up with the sound. So hey, two for now, Chris. It's all right. Thank you. And my personal mic is only for women. Just saying. This guy's really loud to the left of me. I don't think he needs a mic. <laughs> Who, me? Oh, yeah, I'm on the left. Okay, sorry. Um, plug your social media, bro. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm still working on that. I'm going to develop a... Actually, I have a Twitter that's pretty old. I just discovered. Actually, my buddy told me. <laughs> go ahead. Go right ahead, uh, man. You can find me at Uncle Fressy. Uncle, U-N-C-L-E. F is in Frank. R-E-S-S-I-E. Uncle Fressy. And you're picking on me. And, and my, uh, yeah, my. That's my and, name. Oh God! And of course, uh, yeah, if you want to follow yours truly, wants to walk with the rated R superstar. Slide into his DMs, ladies. At rated R since '87. Who does the sliding? I mean, the, uh, wrong show. We can't talk about this. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's, that's after dark. You're definitely trying to throw me under the bus right now. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we're we're gonna start with uh, come on, bro code, bro, bro code, <laughs> bros before host. Uh, elimination chamber. Do you want to start with that, or do you have something on the list, of Mario? Well, I kind of wanted to talk about Honor Rising and Ring of yeah. Honor and New Let's Japan, go. like really, really briefly. Dale. So uh, there was a big two night event that started um early Friday morning, uh huh, because of Japan or whatever, yeah. and then it continued Saturday. Um and uh, shout outs to our buddy, our boy Flip Gordon. He made his New Japan uh debut. Yeah, and that in those two nights, uh, he had a triple threat match with uh, Takahashi from Los Ingobernables mm-hmm. and uh Kushida, and he won his match. 
Very nice. New Japan debut, so shout-outs to him. Also, um, more Bullet Club news <laughs> with all this stuff going on with the Bullet Club. It's awesome. Um, so there was a, the main event, I believe, was uh, for the night one was a six-man tag. Uh-huh. It was Kenny Omega and um, Kota Ibushi, the Golden Lovers. The Golden Lovers, yeah. And they recruited Chase Owens to yeah. be part of Team Kenny mm-hmm. versus Cody Rhodes, Marty Scroll, and Adam Page. Uh, Team Cody won. Uh-huh. Adam Page got the the win, but it was overshined by the beef with Cody and Kenny brawling outside. The Young Bucks had to come in and separate them. And then Adam Page cut a promo on Cody saying, um, hey, you're taking away my spotlight. Like my win for our team is getting overshined because so- of your beef with Kenny. And then Cody stepped in and was like, no, interview him. Meaning uh-huh. Adam Page, yeah. you, that's who got the win for us. The Bullet Club is fine. And Cody, even after all this, cut a promo in the ring saying that the Bullet Club is his and kind of trashed uh, the Golden Lovers. Okay. So um, a lot of people saying that Cody's the cancer of the Bullet Club. So so where is this going? It, it, it's one of these situations that you really don't know where it's going, mm-hmm. but it, it has it, it has you glued in. Okay. Because then you throw in the Tamatanga element, yeah. which... He has his own following as well, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying that he should be the leader of the Bullet Club. But I honestly think the end goal here, there's mm-hmm. going to be a separation of the Bullet Club, and I think Kenny doesn't need the Bullet Club at this point. Well, Marty doesn't need it either, but I think Kenny at this point, because there's so much focus on him and the Golden Lovers, mm-hmm. unless New Japan swerves us and Kenny ends up turning on Kota Ibushi. Okay, which could long, happen. Which could happen in the long run. Uh-huh. I just think that Kenny might be done. I think Kenny might be gone. So, uh, with this, if he does stay, do you see, like, three separate factions of uh, Bullet Club? No, just it's just going to be two. Just but to two. add an element to what you're saying, the uh-huh. following night, we saw the Golden Lover- Lovers versus Marty Scrum and Cody, Cody, yeah. Cody Rhodes. Which I, I, I did watch that match. The Golden Lovers did win. Yes, I did. They looked amazing in the ring. Mm-hmm. They haven't missed a beat. After the match, the Young Bucks came out. Yes. And they said that now they're, which I said it on this show, they should move on to the heavyweight tag team division, mm-hmm. which they announced that now they're officially in the heavyweight tag team division. Nice. And they pretty much uh, left it left it open-ended, like saying, like, hey, we took offense at Co- uh, Kenny Omega saying that they were the best junior tag team, uh-huh. and we're really the best tag team in the, wor- uh, in the world. And mm-hmm. he's like, we'll see you around. And now a strong style of all, which is uh, the event that's going to be broadcast to Access TV. Yeah. Um, Golden Lovers is the Young Bucks. Nice. So nice. that's pretty cool, man. Nice. A- and Mark Cuban is putting a lot of money into this Access TV uh, crossover thing. So, well, it, it, it's a good look. It has. Yeah. It gives New Japan more exposure, and I think Access TV should do more work with New Japan. I know New Japan is a bit like iffy about it because of New Japan World, their subscription base or whatever. But at least maybe just have a little bit, a couple more events, live events, on, like in the states. Keep the live events in the states okay. in Access TV. And then everything else that they knew in, in Japan and everything else, just keep it in New Japan world. Uh, Gio Ruiz is uh, hurt. He's saying he's still waiting for his Los invite. Just saying he did have the invite last week. Yeah, had to work. Not our fault. Uh, and Chris Brown is saying Kenny is on the contract with New Japan until when? January uh, next year? Uh, 2019. At some point, it's only early 2019. Early, because usually that's when they sign, right? The early. Mm-hmm. Nice. So could we see him at the next year's Royal Rumble? I mean... I don't know about that, but like I, feel, I feel like with all this shit going on, it's like uh-huh. why even talk and speculate with Kenny Omega being in the WWE? 
Like, there's so much shit that he's doing right now with New Japan. He's finally reunited again with Cody Obushi. Like, yeah. let's focus on that. Like, when we get to that part of his career where he's being in the WWE, whether he's gonna make his debut, whether he signed whatever, when there's speculation like there was for AJ Nakamura and and the Good Brothers Anderson and Gallows, let's wait to get that. Like, let's not like the problem with wrestling fans is like they can't just be patient. Like, oh, I want to see this wrestler in the WWE. Yeah, like we, I want to see Kenny in, in the WWE too. But let's wait because he's doing great stuff now. Yeah. Now, uh, Frank, do you watch New Japan? Give me a mic. Do you watch any of New Japan? complete noob to it okay so but you know nakamura you know aj okay um the match that that mario and i are really looking forward to at this year's wrestlemania we'll get to it in a second first happened in new japan so uh, a lot of the guys that that you see coming up now have come through that system now the young bucks to mario's point i don't think i want them to see i don't want to see him in the wwe even though people are asking for them um because then it kind of happens with like Matt Hardy and Mario and I. See, I go to wrestling shows, Mario. I go to wrestling shows. We were there last year. Keep in mind, this guy's talking about Mayhem, Mayhem last year. I'm actually yeah. going to the one this Saturday. Okay, I, I, may, I may be going. You don't know. Hey, you're not going. <laughs> Can you guys stop double fisting me in my face? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Whoa, this is turning into the wrong show. Yeah, yeah, wrong show. I think I'm going to title this episode Triple Threat. <laughs> A uh, reason I'm asking is because I see Kenny and Jericho having a match on Jericho Cruz since Kenny is confirmed for it. But for shits and giggles, why not add Cody to the mix? Um, well, they haven't. Kenny is going to be on the cruise, but they haven't confirmed that they're actually going to have a match. I kind of predicted having Jericho, if depending where the storyline goes with the lead and the Bullet Club and Kenny and the Bucks, and I kind of predicted having Jericho and Kenny team up versus the Young Bucks. I kind of predicted that. Like, we, we, we don't know. Like, we honestly don't know what Kenny's role is going to be. But we're obviously going to see Jericho wrestler, wrestle. We're going to obviously see, see Cody, the Bucks, and um, and whatchamacallit, and Kenny. They're all going to be wrestling. So we just kind of got to wait and see. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't even announce the card for uh, the Jericho Cruz because you want to keep that kind of, like, as a surprise for the people that, yeah. that bought tickets and bought, like, all this shit for the Jericho Cruz. I'm sure they're probably going to release a DVD. Like, hey, Ring of Honor presents a uh, Sea of Honor Jericho Cruz or something. Right. But, like, why release, like, a card? You want to leave it in shock for the people that are actually going to the cruise. Yeah, of course. And if it's bad, he still got his money, so. Exactly. <laughs> but I think it's going to be successful. Yeah, I think so, too. I was considering going, but now since I'm going to go to Mania and I'm probably going to do this all-in event in September where Cody's putting up the money in the Young Bucks, right. I don't think that's going to happen. The Jericho Cruz ain't going to happen. Can only imagine how much that is. Well, the, the well the Jericho Cruz the best the way I I was doing some research on it, you got to do it with a group. That's how it comes out cheap individually. Ah, okay. yeah. Like if you do it with a group of four, you're good. You're not paying that much. But if you're doing it like just a pair, like just a, just two people, it's gonna be a little bit more pricey. Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah, not cool at all. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of people. That that are fans of AJ and Nakamura and stuff, they've gone back and watched some of their New Japan stuff or whatever, and it's like a different work rate out there or whatever. So it's like AJ got to the WWE after he was doing great stuff in New Japan. So let's just wait for Kenny to be in the WWE. Like, why not? Like, why rush it? Like, a lot of people want to rush to see some of these indie darlings go to the WWE, but if they're not gonna get booked right, like, why do you want them in the WWE for? 
I mean, who gets booked right right now currently in WWE? There aren't many people. There isn't. So. Even even where we're going to talk about a little bit later <clears throat> about even AJ. Like, AJ's taking L's, and it's like <laughs> he's a champion. He's the world champion, yeah. and he's taking L's that he doesn't necessarily need. Like, for what? Like, they're really... Like, WWE, I don't know. I, I, I threw a theory a couple weeks ago. Like, I think WWE's purposely kind of, like, trying to, like not give value to that championship and AJ and the possible match between AJ and Nakamura Mania because people know that's the match the, the diehards want to see. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. Because uh, as we all know, <clears throat> excuse me, the Universal Championship, Universal Championship is not... Uh, there's no... There's, there's no, no prestige. There's no history. <laughs> there's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's just a red strap that looks like a, a Jace version of the World Championship. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what it is. They should have just brought back the world title, maybe remix a little bit, at like do something to it, and just brought that. At least we know, hey, that's the world championship. That's the belt that Ric Flair held and Sting and yeah, all these people. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't do that. You're they right. just gave us a, a a red version of the WWE title. That's what they did. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And speaking of... Oh, well, that made no sense. Speaking of old people? Oh! <laughs> Give me some love here. Okay, so let's um let's run down some of these these news and trending topics or whatever, and then we'll get to the lim- the chamber of elimination and all this other good stuff going on. So last night was SmackDown, right? And we're gonna talk about SmackDown a little bit, but Fox executives, Fox, you know Fox Network yeah. executives, they were in attendance. So there's a lot of speculation now that they're trying to and they're in negotiations, they're in talks. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a bidding war uh, because, uh, as we know, the WWE has been with the USA Network for years. Uh, Until but, that, remember the, the early 2000s yeah, when they TNN, went to TNN slash Spike TV? Yeah, that changed to Spike TV. When but they, When they fucked over ECW? Yeah. Remember, there was ECW first. Hey, we'll try it out. And then, boom, next year, WWE. But um, so what's happening now uh, is, and, and I think this has to do with the XFL, too, because I think that's also part of of the distribution like yeah you get the wwe stuff but also you get to pick up the xfl keep in mind this is all speculation like we, yeah we, but it's it's like if, hey, hey hey the if, writing's on the wall it, it's a thought it's a good uh-huh. thought so a lot of people are kind of hoping this deal happens right even though i think the money deal is not going to be the same like the usa is going to be mm-hmm. a little bit less but People want this to happen at least the, like the wrestling experts want this because it will be reduced to a two-hour show Yes, and and also it won't be on cable. No, and there's more exposure. Mm-hmm. Enter clever and witty comment here. <laughs> okay, get the fuck out. Go watch the kids. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, I, I really thought he was gonna say. Something. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> fucking kid. come on, bro. We, we gotta vet people before what? we let them sit here. No, no, no. Get no, the no, fuck out. No, no. no. Uh, you look like the type that would say like something interesting about something like this. I don't know. Uh, Giomar is saying that they would have to change it back to two hours uh, on Raw. So, Dali. Okay, so we see three hours of Raw. We see two hours of SmackDown. We see one hour of NXT, uh-huh. which is the show that has the most quality. NXT. NXT. I think NXT, yeah. And we're still but, rhyming. But it also has to do with the writing, one. Booking. It has to do with the booking. It's the booking. It has to do with the location, too. Because no, if, 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 if you look... But a lot of the a lot of the people that are getting over on NXT, they're take not getting overs. over. But yeah, but it's the location too. No, nope. those takeovers are takeovers okay. are bigger arenas. Okay, well I take it back then. 
Takeovers are big. Takeovers is always a good show, man. No matter where it's at. So how how do you fix that then? So how do you fix that? Triple H needs to run the books. There's your fix. Yeah. Isn't he running two hundred five live now? Yeah, and, we and, and two hundred five live is is gotten better. Now let me ask you because I didn't get a chance to watch. It. Is two hundred five are still on the USA Network or straight? They're not on Raw anymore. Ever since Triple H took the book, they got pulled from Raw, so now they only do that show, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's the, the way it should have been from the, the beginning. The second Triple H took the book, he added some value to their brand. I still think they're making a huge mistake by um, having them do the show uh-huh. go live. They need to tape it an hour before SmackDown yeah. to get the crowd Yeah, hype. because then you get the, the, the people dead. Uh, Geomar, a uh, friend of the show, is saying, I'm liking NXT more than Raw and SmackDown. So. NXT has always been a good show. Yeah. So with these with these Fox rumors, right? What do you think, bro? I'm I'm in for Fox. I, I hope Fox does get the deal. Two hours, though. I think it'll definitely make the quality of the show way better. Um, and like you said, sometimes you see SmackDown, and it is better than Raw. Mm-hmm. But when you really look back at it, the only reason why it's better is because it's one less hour of nonsense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, pretty much one hour of Raw, and nine times out of ten is that third hour. It's just filler. Yeah, it's just filler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many commercial breaks did I say for those two Seth Rollins matches last 17. week? Seventeen. Yeah, we'll say twelve. <laughs> <laughs> the good, the good thing about this is like, okay, so if they do, if they nail the deal with Fox, that brings FS1 and FS2, so brings opportunities also for SmackDown, obviously, because that's part of the package deal and more wrestling content. What I mean by that is, well, UFC has a deal with Fox right now. Right. They don't only have the fight nights; they have. The Ultimate Fighter and all these other UFC shows, right? Yep. So, who knows? NXT might get picked up by FS2. I still have it on the network, but hey, if you have FS2, we'll put it on there. Maybe we'll get other stuff that WWE does and produces on Fox. Maybe Table for Three. That's an interesting show. Who knows? With a, with a lot of the of the no, legends I like, that you I, have on no, there. No, I like the show, but I think WWE also doesn't want to just put every stuff, everything they got on the mm-hmm. network on Fox. They're not gonna put any of that. On. They're not gonna put any of their content at all on Channel Five. No, 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 no. I don't mean by that Fox Network. So you're talking about FS1, FS2. Yeah, but then what's the point of a FX. of the WWE Network if you're gonna have original content? That's what I'm trying. That's my argument with Leo. I don't think you want to put like a show like Table for Three on one of these shows. Maybe you have a WWE week and then you put some of those shows for a week on one of those channels like they do on USA when there's like when it's called WWE week and we had NXT. Or replays. Or something. But I don't think WWE, because then why get the network? Uh, Well, I, I take it that's uh, our, our boy um, Tone saying main event is also coming for Fox. I don't know what that fuck is. He's either talking about that the Saturday night main event. That might that might be Could we be. might see the return on that. And a friend of the show, Chris Brown, is saying, and if they switch to Fox, maybe, just maybe, we might get uh to see the guys give more freedom on unscripted promos and help draw more casual fans into watching. I don't know about unscripted promos, yeah. but I hope by the time this deal, if it does happen, right? Who knows? Maybe Triple H will take take the books. Let's hope so. That's the only thing we go for. I hope so. So we mentioned this Fox deal, and right now, currently, UFC has this Fox deal, which is up, I think, in the next year or so. Talking about UFC, uh, Brock Lesnar allegedly was in Vegas this weekend for Elimination Chamber, Chamber of Elimination, and he posted a picture 
with him with him and Dana White yeah. while he's wearing a UFC shirt. So now that comes to a lot of talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, we're on the radio, kind of. You know, you can't just be throwing up fingers like Stone Cold. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. What? What was that? That was to Brock Lesnar. Okay. Okay. So why? Because he knows that he's ruining whatever quality is left. So, and, and and this question goes to both of you guys. We've seen this already from Brock Lesnar, yep. where his contract comes up right after WrestleMania, and he uses this as a bargaining chip for him to get more money, basically, out of the WWE. Do you, Frank, do you think that he's doing this? Because he said, or there's reports that have come out, saying that he's gone, that he's not going to resign. Do you think he's using this as a bargaining chip? No. Why? He looks exhausted. He doesn't look... Uh, but he's barely there. But but still, he looks exhausted. Hey, let me get one. Yeah, can you get this big guy a little one, please? Yeah. Appreciate that. I look like fucking Andre the Giant drinking a fucking juice. Anybody uh, want a peanut? <laughs> Go. So he looks exhausted. Go ahead. He just looks exhausted. He's clearly old. Um, he like Mario there. said when when he when you walked away before. I heard. Thank you. I, I listen to the show. So I listen to the show. You don't know. So he goes to shows and he listens to shows. Okay, yeah. this guy is. A, uh, this guy's an asshole. My point and, is, and and I listen to it and I listen to it on SoundCloud. I listen to it. iTunes, La Mescla app, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you subscribe. People leave us a five star frog splash rating review. Comments, grievance, Barry Leo, Mario. And, you know that. Very frank. Because all them faces that he's doing doesn't... Co- the, so if the, you listen- the, the middle finger was great. That was the best one. <laughs> That's going to be the screenshot that we're going to use. I'm telling you that right now. Middle- That's going to be our screenshot. There was so much passion in that <laughs> face and that middle finger. <laughs> Dude, I'm a, if that middle finger could talk... Yeah, look. I'm a 31-year-old adult watching the WWE still, okay? You got to give me something to work with, WWE. Something. I mean, there are people out there who take this really, really, really super seriously. And what do you call those people? Marks. Marks. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, Smarks, whatever. Um, hold on. We, we have uh, Chris Brown saying, think of it from the WWE's perspective, which is I, I think is a good point what he's saying. For the money they're paying Lesnar and the handful of dates a year that he even bothers to show up for anymore, is it really worth paying him all that cash for that three or four title defenses a year. No. Chris Brown saying hell no. No. All right. So I got a couple of thoughts on this or whatever. I, I, I do agree with you that I think it was cool when they put the universal title on him just to add some name value to the belt, but they he should have dropped it at SummerSlam to Strowman or dropped it at Strowman at No Mercy. But I'm going to have to also put up an argument. Let me be devil's advocate here. Okay? Um... Brock Lesnar is a name, and even though he has five, six-minute matches or whatever, when he wants to perform, he actually could still do good matches. And and let me run down a couple matches that were great matches. The match he had with AJ Styles, it was great. The triple threat match he had with Rollins and Cena a couple years ago at Royal Rumble, shit was great. The SummerSlam match was great. The match he had with Samoa Joe, it was great. He could have good matches when he wants to put the effort. So I think WWE fucked up. We're putting the bell on him and keeping the bell on him for so long. Yeah. They should have had him drop the bell. Even if they don't want to pin Lesnar, you can still keep him as a title contender if you want to do that. But I don't think he should win the title. He should have put grabbed the title, should have held the title, defend against Samoa Joe, then SummerSlam, boom. Drop the belt. Also, with all of this, 
there's there's a way where Brock Lesnar could get the best of both world, worlds. Let's look at it like this. He's getting a paycheck, a good amount of money, just to do a couple of dates right. to have five-minute matches only on house shows. Once in a while, he has to put in work like he did with AJ, like he's done with Rounds and Cena, etc. There's a way where UFC and WWE can work out a deal like they've done in the past, like they did in 2016, where Brock Lesnar went back to the UFC to have a fight. Also, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, Brock Lesnar's going to leave. Eh, there's a possibility of that. Now, if you look at it in a UFC standpoint, yes, UFC needs that name because they, they're losing all their stars. But if Brock goes to the UFC, what fights are we going to get? And if this ain't an MMA podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. But I do watch UFC. I'm not. A, I'm a casual UFC fan. That John Jones fight, especially with all the shit that he's in now, not going to happen. No so who does he fight? Think about it. There's not really much people that he could fight. Who's he going to fight? Why would Why would UFC sign him? To uh, 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 like an exclusive deal. They could still, there's a way where WWE and UFC could make a deal with Brock where he could do both. There is a, there's a possible, if they, if they did it in 2016, they could do it now. Cause me personally, Brock is a greedy fuck. He wants money <laughs> and he does not want to lose guaranteed money. No, no. With the WWE. No, not at all. Uh, at the end of the day, Brock Lesnar is an attraction and he puts people into seats whether it's the WWE or UFC. I think that that's true. Uh, but could they make it happen? They did in 2016? Yeah, but it's different times. Bro, that was two years ago. And Vince took Vince took a, a gamble with that because he could have gotten knocked the fuck out, Brock. And yeah. he didn't. Granted, he was on the gas, but still. Hey. No, he wasn't. That was all. Okay, sorry. That was Minnesota milk. I no. think if Brock does stay with the WWE, keep the title away from him. If you want to have him challenge for the belt in multiple matches where you still protect Brock, do that. But he is an attraction, and whether we like it or not, there's some matches that he does good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I just think, like you said before, he should have dropped the title a long time ago, mm-hmm. and it could have made room for something like what they're trying to pursue now clearly yeah. with Seth and Roman somewhere down the line mm-hmm. somewhere down the line they're, they're definitely going to push that but I mean how over is Strowman right now Strowman is the guy that should be in Roman's position exactly. but they 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 keep pushing Roman and we're going to talk about Raw and the promo and stuff I um and everything that's going on with Rousey I just kind of wanted to clear up that kind of stuff with, with the whole Brock situation which it was rumored that if Brock was to stay and it's still rumored it might happen we don't know that if Brock does stay with WWE, his next feud is with another BL, meaning Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Mm. So there's room. You, you know where I saw that? Where, Leo? I follow this really good page on Instagram. It's called at Lucha Outsiders. Oh, you follow that page? The the guy that does the hashtags on there, he's great. <laughs> he's great. You could tell that a no person doesn't do the hashtags, right? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so... We're talking about Bobby Lashley, and a lot of people uh, know that he did a long stint in TNA, Impact Wrestling. Um, now, if you guys didn't know where he was living, he also did some uh, where he was staying at for the past couple of years. He was doing some TNA stuff, and he also did some fighting for Bellator. Yeah. So if he does come back to the WWE, this will be his first time back since 2007. 
Now, keep in mind, Bobby Lashley in 2018 and Bobby Lashley from 2007 is two different people. Two different people, yeah. He could do promos. He could be a badass heel if he wants to. He's improved in the ring like insane. He could do good matches. Yeah. I'm interested in Bobby Lashley. They haven't, there haven't been um, confirmed reports, meaning like WWE hasn't done a post saying like, hey, we signed Bobby Lashley again. Right. But all signs point to the WWE. So we now we have Bobby Lashley in here. So who knows if somehow Brock works out a deal with UFC and the WWE, maybe that's something that Bobby wants to pursue also. And maybe not only will we see Brock and Bobby in WWE, but we could also see it in UFC. I mean, thank you, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Yes. For that, because that should open that. That, that definitely opened the floodgates mm-hmm. to something ridiculous like what you just said. But this one makes more sense, though. Mm-hmm. You got two guys who actually can compete in yeah. that nature, that style, and then still, you know, put on a promo, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, when he was here like 10 years ago. In he, 2007, he, he was vanilla. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was terrible. Absolutely horrible. But I remember his raw athleticism. I mean, the dude was an absolute beast. He still is a, uh, an absolute be- uh, beast. But um, I don't know. You think him and Brock? Lashley has so much stamina compared to Brock. Obviously, Bobby would have to... You have to hold that for a long ca- time. Carry it a bit, <laughs> but I think Bobby could do it. I think Bobby can do it. Um, there's no reason why these two, unless Brock does not want to, but anything, everything, everything has a price, right? Yep. So unless Brock does not want to, I don't see why a possible Bobby and Brock feud in the WWE does not happen. Yeah, no titles involved. Okay? No titles, and, and also throwing an idea idea out there, and, and I'm, this is going back a couple episodes, and we're gonna move on because we have a lot of stuff uh, stuff to talk about. Right. But I threw in an idea. So Brock is exclusive, right? He he, we've seen him long enough with the universal title, and then before that, he had a nice world title run. Right. So Brock should get booked, right? Since he does just once in a blue moon appearances, we don't see him week to week. Brock should get booked how Taz was getting booked in ECW. And what I mean by that is when Taz was going against the world, he had a moniker called Fuck the World, FTW. He created his own championship. I think Brock should create his own championship where he defends. Get something gimmicky. Paul Heyman could cut a promo on it like this is the official title. And that's what he, he should just defend that. Like it's not a sanctioned title, right? And you still give Brock something else to do. And we haven't seen something like that in, in a while. We haven't seen an unsanctioned belt in a while. No, not at all. So that's something that I think could fit Brock. So he could just walk around and take all the you know paid days off that he wants to take and his little brand new belt. That's my bitch in the moment. And if you guys also want to see that, just give us a little thumbs up and a little smiley face. You know? So okay, I gotta give you this, bro. Congratulations, you played yourself. So this guy, right, Leo, because he thinks he's a producer at times, right? Which he's not. He writes me a line to say on this little board that he has, right? Okay, he's trying to feed me lines, and I'm like, bro, just say it yourself. <laughs> he can't. There's only two mics right now, and I'm in charge. What is that? Uh, Oh, okay, so let, let we, oh, hold on. We got Mikey Alonso joining in with us. Jose Gonzalez just followed us. Uh, thank you, Jose. Uh, we're here every Wednesday. Uh, and uh, Amin uh, saying Brock doesn't even want to carry the current belt. 
Do you think he should carry around a custom belt? I mean, anything that has Brock in it, I don't see why not. But it, she's onto something because remember a couple episodes back, he oh this is, this is, this is Lucha oh Animal. Lucha Animal. Uh, see, you should have just said Lucha Animal. Airhorn, airhorn, airhorn. Congratulations, you played yourself. Well, that, that's Leo for you. <laughs> so, okay, so we talked about all this stuff with the Bobby Lashley and stuff. Let's talk about the Chamber of Elimination. I think there's only three things to talk about in this show. I think it was the Women's Elimination Chamber match, the men's, and the Ronda Rousey stuff. Where do you guys want to start? Women's. Women's? Yeah, I, th- I think the women, uh, the match, I did watch it. I watched wrestling. <laughs> I did. I actually watched it the next day. It, it was awesome. <laughs> I didn't watch it the day. I was sleeping by the time it came out. Um, I really like the match. I like the the storytelling, the whole uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey. What I did like the whole Spider Man thing where they were like coming like together to when catch Alexa her. Bliss Alexa. Was in the middle trying to run away from yeah, Sasha. That was Bailey. awesome. I thought that was the best out of the two ma- the chamber match. I thought that was match of the night for me. Yes, I agree. That there was like Leo said, there was storytelling. There was a little bit of everything. There was there was it was some spots. There was a uh, a lot of blows, even Mandy Rose, which a lot of people knock Mandy Rose for being so green. Even you saw potential in her, like what yeah. she could be in that match. Yeah, I I agree with you, and I think it was more exciting to watch too because, you know, we haven't seen the women in that atmosphere yet, and just seeing them jump off, even you know, fifteen, you know, sixteen feet in the air. I mean, you know, being thrown off the ring, landing on people, landing on the mat. Uh, it's not something you see, and you can see it in their eyes. Like they were definitely they wanted to prove a point exactly, and and the the fire was in all their eyes. So mm-hmm. it, it was it was the better match of the of the two chambers for sure. Now let me ask you guys a question: Out of all the girls that were involved in this match, and we'll get to them in a minute, but out of all the girls, who stole the show? To bliss, for me, yeah, I, I, the same same way, um, because just she, the way she came in. The uh, snarky heel yeah. that somehow got away with a now, win. What about that promo, though? Where what she, about that promo? Oh, my she, God. She kind of had you like, oh, my yeah. God, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she just switched it real quick. Yep. Like, you thought that she was going to get emotional. <laughs> and then she just trashes the crowd. It's great. Yeah, but then they applaud her. They're like, yeah, that's perfect. This is exactly what, so, what we want you to do. But, but but here's the thing, though. Here, let's, 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 let me be devil's advocate on, on this, too, though. She cut a great promo. On the, in the chamber, right after the chamber match, she did a complete one eighty the next night on Raw. Well, uh, I think her promo on Raw was trash. I'm sorry. No, but but so the way and you need to understand the way that the promo is set up. She just got off the match. You know, she's she's winded. She's trying to catch her breath. You know everything that's going on. But the, her promo on Chamber was good. The one on Raw, oh, was no, it atrocious. wasn't good. It was great. Yeah, because like. She had me going, like, same thing. Like, oh, oh okay, so she's kind of turning face now. You, you thought she was going to turn face. And then she turned it right on mm-hmm. and, and straight heel. Now, I think the next night, the adrenaline wasn't there. So you could kind of think that she kind of phoned it in a little bit. I don't, put it, I don't put it in her. I put it on whoever wrote her promo. Do you think so? Absolutely. That, that, that has nothing to do with her because she could cut promos. Mm-hmm. She knows how to work the crowd. Her promo is just trash. Whoever wrote that promo for mm-hmm. her or told her this is what you need to say, they need to get fired. That was probably Road Dog. No, Road Dog does SmackDown. And let's not bury Road Dog, okay? No, I like him. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> they, her, her promo was trash on Raw. And when did Mickey James all of a sudden become a heel again? Whenever she wants. It's just, I just hate the inconsistency booking. Like, yeah. 
Now there's like Team Bliss, which is like Naya and and Mickey James with Bliss or whatever. It's like I don't, I don't get it. Uh, we're gonna take a little side note. Thanks to Jose Gonzalez, he just shared his stuff uh, on his page. Thanks, Jose. Uh, Thanks, thank you brother. very much. And he said he likes our stuff, so thank you. See, Frank. See, see, I told you, Frank, you can make it here. Um, and uh, Mikey <laughs> Afonso, yeah, or Alonzo, because that looks like a, an F to me. Your boy, is it Afonso or Alonzo? Afonso. Okay, I keep calling him uh, uh, Alonzo by the like. Remember the the guy from ECW? What's his name? Bill Alfonso. That one. That's why I keep fucking it up. It's okay. okay. Um, but no, guys, thank you very much for sharing our stuff. Uh, like our page. Let the people know that we're here. Even if you don't watch wrestling, because we're having this conversation with Frank. Even if you don't like wrestling, right? You haven't watched wrestling in years. That's why we're here. That's well, that's why Mario's here. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just here for... <laughs> okay, just go. Congratulations. You played yourself. Apparently, he's just passing the mic around today. <laughs> you are a great mic passer. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but can we talk about the bigger thing real quick about the oh. about the women's chamber thing? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Finally, 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 we're gonna see Sasha and Bailey against yes. each other. It's like a year too late. I, and, and, and the way yes! they're se- and the and the way yes! they're setting it up too is like yes! you don't know which yes! one is really turning on who. Cause Sasha had a moment at the chamber match with she did like this uh, Jafar from the Lion King type <laughs> moment, right? And then and then what call it? And listen, I love Sasha being a heel. She's better as a heel. As a face, she's horrendous. She's atrocious. I just hope, what I'm hoping is, if they're going to do a full-fledged heel on Sasha, right, change her fucking song. That's a baby face fucking theme song. And Nia Jax, too, But it was her song when she wasn't a baby face. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's, it's a horrible song for a heel, though. That song sounds like for an underdog story. Listen to the lyrics. Yeah, but if you're going to change her, her, her persona, because... Yeah, I mean, that song does I, not fit the boss gimmick. If you if look at look up the lyrics no, on that I, song, I, I agree with you. I mean, <laughs> most most of I mean, <laughs> wait, they gave Ronda Rousey um whatever but, the, the Pixies or whoever does that song. But what, uh, the, the Dixie guy. Chicks? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't give a damn about my reputation. You know that punk song? Yeah, I, I forget about who it's by, but. That's a okay, horrible we, we, song. We for her. definitely don't need your singing, bro. So the, I mean, but that was her song in the UFC. Yeah, but it's still corny because she's coming to the WWE and she looks badass. Well, wait until she turns heel, then maybe we'll get a badass song. But look what they're doing with Ruby Ryan and the Riot Squad. They have a, a babyface song for them too, and they're yeah, heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's all it's all pop punk. It, it, That's what you're hearing. That's it. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. Now, the reason why I bought the dry erase board. Um, Were you trying to feed me lines that you should be saying? No, 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 not at all, not at all. We did this last year, going into WrestleMania. Do you book Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So that's in. I, I, pre-show, possibly, but it's a mania. Pre-show? Do you think about it like this? And, and there's a, a, so how many matches did we have last time? Like fourteen or something like that. So can I say this? Go. It was bad. Okay, so Royal Rumble. The road to WrestleMania. That's the moniker that we use, right? Yes. Why doesn't it not feel if besides the Nakamura and AJ, which even even if you want to look at it with the with the booking on AJ and just some of the stuff on SmackDown, you can even put a question mark on that. But besides that match, right? It to me, it's like WWE does not know what they're gonna put fill up the card with. Besides the Roman and Brock thing, right? There, it's just everything is in in question. 
everything is questioned. And, and just some of the stuff that transpired this week, right? With John Cena and him mentioned Taker. Now there's these real Mysterio rumors <laughs> that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And the tag team division on both brands. There's just so much stuff that it's like, does WWE even have... Like something going on. Like I remember back in the day where boom, Royal Rumble happens. Then you start seeing like what we're gonna get at well, Mania. E- even before Royal Rumbles, when remember when we talked about this, where the first Raw of the year, you kind of saw where sometimes, things, sometimes uh, where things would start to take off. But like even with Sting and Triple H, yeah. we saw that plan out in Survivor Series. Of yeah, the year before, and yeah. then that led to a Mania match. Uh, saying what's up to Saad Bata Al Tarhoni. Try to say that two times as fast. Yo, what up from North Africa? Three twenty a.m. in the morning over there. What's going on, brother? Hope you're enjoying the show. If for whatever reason you miss our shows on Facebook yeah, Live, you can always download us in the podcast version of the show. It drops mm-hmm. every Thursday, or for you guys, it would be it would be Thursday. It'll be Thursday, Thursday morning. Just check, check it out. Subscribe, so it out. subscribe, and it comes right to you. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. Um, there's a podcast version of this show. Me personally, I prefer the podcast version of the show. Uh, I prefer Facebook Live, especially if Frank's over here throwing the fucking middle fingers around. That was great. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but okay, so it's just like the booking behind this mania. I, I still like. I'm going to mania, and I still don't feel like nothing yet. I'm more excited of the ex- overall experience. Yeah, that was me last year. That was that was definitely me last year. I mean, I hate flying, so it was a bit more exciting for me. Mm-hmm. But um, they didn't do much buildup for Orlando, and when we got there, it was like you're putting the intercontinental match in a pre-show for WrestleMania, and, they, and there was some there was some bad matches that night there too. It, it just and and overall, we were we watched Mania together, and we thought overall, we did? I, yes, we did. Oh. You just made the list. <laughs> I just, even with Mania last year, besides the open opening contest, you know, of the Mania car, AJ and Shane, everything else was just like whatever, besides the Hardys making their, you know, shocking return and stuff. Like, everything else was just like, eh. It was better than 32 because 32 was horrendous, but it, it, it just, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Are you excited to go? Yes, I and am. that's all that matters. That's, that's all it that matters. But you're going to see so I'm, many Ric Flairs and so many Hulk Hogan and so I'm many just, Macho Man. I'm just talking in the sense like I'm like I'm taking away from just being a uh, uh, hey I'm taking away the fact that I'm going to be there. I'm right. just looking at it right now like the booking sense of this, yeah. like especially some of the stuff that we saw this week. So going on to the Elimination Chamber, you want to talk about Ronda? You want to talk about the main event? I think we should talk about. The main event because that whole Ronda thing. There's has a lot a of whole, yeah. okay. So, so the men's to, elimination. First ever seven men elimination <laughs> chamber match, and it was yeah. it was okay. It wasn't great, but I don't know. There there were some spots like Strowman throwing Miz off the off the pod. I thought that was cool. The the quadruple shield power bomb. I thought yeah. that was a cool moment too. But they booked. That match where Braun Strowman pretty much eliminated everyone in the match except Roman, which yeah. we all knew Roman was going to win. But, like, really? Like, just two spears and and that's it? Like, no no chairs, no nothing to take the beat? It, like, if you were going to book Strowman, right, mm-hmm. to, to, to just get beat like that, you might as well have him get eliminated earlier in the match and have, like, I threw out an idea last week on the show where... 
they eliminated him like they did Umaga. Remember Umaga a couple yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. when everybody hit their finishers like Pedigree, Super Kick, yeah, or Swanton, yeah. where everybody hit their finisher? They should have done something like that where everyone hits their finisher and then it's like Strowman kicks out like three and a half. Well, he still kicks out, but he kicks out too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have definitely been So way he still looks strong. And they did book him strong until <clears throat> it got to the final two. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't know why, first of all, the final two wasn't Seth and Roman. It, 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 see, if they would have went with my idea, the final two would have been Seth and Roman. It would have been perfect. I just don't get it, man. And, and I know that they're trying to book Roman to be the guy and passing the torch. And he's going to, you know, it's just, come on, guys. Like, what are you doing to us, man? There ain't no passing of the torch. There is no torch right now. That's that's how I feel about it, at least. WWE sees, even though Roman's promos are atrocious, and we're going to talk about his big shoot promo, you know, work shoot promo. That was scripted. But but they they, they see value in Roman. That's their next Cena, quote-unquote. So uh, I heard, uh, and I'm sorry that I come back a little bit, you know, kids and shit, don't ever have kids. Um, So (laughs) with Strowman, and I know that you said it, you know, everybody should have hit their finisher. And you and I had this conversation in, in our early morning uh, WhatsApp messages. We actually talked about it last week on last week's show, too. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the buildup that we were making to it. Now, to me, that made Braun look weak. Yeah, Absolutely. It made him look weak because, hey, you take care of everybody. You, you eliminate everybody. And two spears take you out? Yeah. Really? You know what I mean? Like, at least have him... Okay, yeah, we got the return by him beating him up at the end, but that was nothing. No chairs, no, like, some something, a spear through the... Something. something. Give yeah, me yeah, something. Yeah. I, I was just telling... I was just telling Frank the Tank, like, what they should have done is everybody hit their finishers, right? And when they finally get the get him pinned down, mm-hmm. where they pin, he still kicks out, but he kicks out at three and a half. Where yeah. he still kicks out, he doesn't yeah. look weak. Of course. But... He kicked out too late because they just hit five, six finishers on yeah. him. So uh, check this out. So uh, we got Chris Brown saying the fact that they used uh, to have the following year's WrestleMania already mapped out uh, to some extent. Uh, now it's just a complete clusterfuck. It's true. Uh, kind of what we were talking about before. Uh, Muhammad Asan Ali is asking the question, do we think Taker is returning this year? Well, we'll talk about that when we talk about SmackDown because there's like so okay. much shit going on in SmackDown that's not even. So going. We're, we're going back and forth. And uh, Chris Brown and I heard something earlier this afternoon suggesting that they might replace the Andre the Giant Battle Royal with a female theme one to cash in on all the momentum over the past year or so on the women's revolution. And that will be called the Ninth Wonder of the World Battle Royal. The uh, yeah yeah. That's it. WWE. If you need somebody to write, book, we, we can write. Well, I will do it. He, he can write. Do you think? And I don't know what the hell I'm there for. Because you would just roll. I just smile a lot. And <laughs> throw up middle fingers. If it's not called the ninth wonder of the world thing, it's got to be like, you know, something with May Young. But yeah. we already have the May Young classic, though. <laughs> no, but it has to be May Young again. May Young's hand battle royale. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That was so, I should not have been watching that shit as a kid. Okay. High five, <laughs> I heard a fucked up story about that. What was the point of the hand? Okay, go ahead. I, let's see. So apparently, okay. So j- FYI, FYI, this this podcast is about to get rated R. No pun intended. 
the rated R superstar. Vincent, you did the job once again. Two weeks in a row, bro. Two weeks in a row. Good job. Say hi. Hi. Say bye. You got to say bye because it's about to get really, really radar. Give me a too sweet. Too sweet. There you go. Good job, Vincent. I'm never counting on you again. He beat him running. Just saying. Go, go, go. Little go. man's fast. Well, let, me, let me give Vincent first, eh? Congratulations. You played. And that's not Vince McMahon, even though he gets one, too. So I heard up a screwed up story about the reason of, of the hand, the, uh, the, the Mae Young hand. Yeah. Apparently, back in the day, right? And I'm going I'm to try to not be too explicit when I say all this. Apparently, before there was, like, vibrators and dildos and stuff, mm-hmm. apparently there was, like, these hands that they would use. So the joke, the inside joke was that Back in her day, the hand got stuck up there, and that's what popped out years later. Wow. And I, I don't put it past him. Because Vince, you know, you know, Vince is very old school. <laughs> you know, I just noticed that my kids are Vince McMahon and Roman Reigns. You didn't know that? You know what I got to give you? Like, I just got that, like, right now when you said it. You played yourself. Like, I, I, yeah, Roman, you know, Roman, and. and don't call him Reigns. <laughs> wow. Jesus. They've been booking in my house. Victoria, Lisa Marie. Oh, Jesus. Do we have a Dante? No. Disco? Inferno? No. There is no Dante. Dante's Peak, but that's a movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Car- any, any, more th- any more thoughts on, on the main event? Because I thought the women's overshadowed. Like, it, it was just great. Like, it was just a better uh, chamber match. Can we get Braun Strowman a new finisher? Yes. I. I okay. Let me Let me help you out with that. Go ahead. I like the move he does, but he needs something more. Yeah, that's got. He be needs like more. maybe like a jackknife power bomb or like an inverted F five or something or something. Give me something else. Well, you know how when you're when you're playing with little kids, you like throw them up in the air. Yeah, you catch them. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't he just do that shit like over the top rope? You, you know? know what I always <laughs> thought would have been a good finisher, even though um, this person just used it as like just a regular move in his matches. Remember Cesaro would throw throw the person up in the air and just uppercut them? Yeah, yeah, That yeah, yeah. alone could have been a great finisher. Yeah, it, it could have if it wasn't. Even for a guy like Strowman. Like, imagine the height they would throw somebody. <laughs> you know how much guys like Rons and AJ would, like, oversell for oh, him? Oh, hell yeah. Like, they, they, yeah. Would, they would go up in the air. AJ, once he lands the uppercut, he would do, like, a, like three different black backflips and shit. <laughs> for real. Yeah, he does. He does need. He needs something else besides yeah. the power slam. Uh, like yeah, power slam. Ooh, like he needs. Like you know, because British Bulldog used it, and I feel like somebody else used it. and I can't think. of But he needs something else. I do agree. He needs something else. Yeah, I mean, the dude has way too much charm. And forget the next Cena, Braun Strowman could be the next Hulk. Hogan. Absolutely. Okay. I've been saying it for. I've been saying it. I don't know how many episodes now. This guy has the charisma to be your next Hogan. He also, and I'm big on theme song. He needs to change his theme song. His theme song. Just screams out heel. You don't like bro. Bro. They could keep that part, but then add something else. Like I told you, my idea was like add something like remember beer money song, beer money song, and James Storm song. Like give him something like rednecky, beer. like country something Butter. that because his song screams out heel. He needs a different song. So let's give him Sasha Banks song. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And, and give uh, Sasha Banks a Braun song. Absolutely not. That Braun, 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 Braun. Ay, Dios mio. <laughs> hey, speaking of Braun, Chris Brown is saying, uh, imagine Braun with Owen's pop-up power bomb. That would be dope, too. Yes. That makes way more sense, because Kevin Owens, as much as I love you and we look alike, um, Kevin Owens is a You look like you're fucking struggling when you do that shit in the air. You know, For someone like Braun... You know what I mean? I ain't got no fucking belly, bro. Look at this shit. 
Okay, okay, wrong show, wrong Sit show, wrong down. show. Sorry, wrong Sit show, down. wrong show. <laughs> but down. seriously. No! 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 <laughs> that is a disgusting act. Slide into his DMs, ladies. <laughs> no! No, 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 you can. No, no you can. <laughs> Tell them one more time, beautiful lady behind the microphone. <laughs> it's just the way Frank looks at the camera. It just looks great. I'm not looking at the camera. I'm looking at the microphone. <laughs> okay. Any any more thoughts on this chamber match so we can talk about this Ronda Rousey stuff? Yeah, please let's move on from Frank. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this Ronda Rousey stuff. Uh, let's talk. Let's start first with the chamber, and then we'll move on to the the main segment on Raw. I like the fact that she didn't point up at the sign. Just saying. I like the fact that she wore a leather jacket that fits her. And you know, kind of fit loose. So, okay, so one thing about to say about Ronda, she is not the best promo. She's not good on the mic, but she looks cross-eyed. Okay, I wasn't gonna say that. She does. Okay, so her her angry face, right? I think you've been hanging around too much with speed. This is her angry face. We're on the radio button. Her, 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 her. Facial expressions, I love them. Because when she makes that serious face, you're like, oh, shit. I'm about to get my ass beat the fuck up. What about that stare down with Triple H? It's very believable. Her faces, everything, her body language is very believable. Now, when she's on the mic, eh, she's not good on the mic. But the problem is she needs to get into the mind. Now I'm playing a character, Mm -hmm. right? It's not Ronda Ronda. It's Ronda to 11. And Ronda Ronda. Until uh, she got a little bit too cocky and then started believing her own hype, a, right? A little bit. She was, she was a sweetheart. She yes. was America's sweetheart. Yes. Okay? And she, can get it she still comes off that way on TV. She still comes off as America's but, sweetheart. Okay, so the way that they're booking this, and, and we might have to write this one down too, Triple H and Stephanie, Ronda and Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like right now. So who's the face? Who's the heel? The heels are easily Triple H and Stephanie. So why is she mean mugging them? Shouldn't she do it like another way? Because she's getting disrespected. Kurt Angle, you can't even walk. Stop putting yourself through this kind of damage. It just ain't, ain't. Okay, so yes, I agree with you. Kurt Angle is not looking that good. He's, He's not. not. He looks unhealthy, like terribly unhealthy. He has knee pads under his goddamn suit pants. The problem, the problem also is the storyline went from Okay, Kurt Angle made these allegations on the, in the chamber, but then on Raw, he backtracked them with no like end goal, and then Triple H just swings swings at him with a weak punch, and Kurt sells it like he just got hit with a bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just made no sense, and then also uh-huh. Ronda demands an apology because at, at the chamber after Ronda put. Triple H through the table, right? Yeah. With a belly to... Yeah, belly to belly. <laughs> belly to back. Belly no, to no, back. it was belly to belly because it was front to front. It was a variation. A, very va- a variation of a belly to back, belly to belly. I'm not really sure, uh-huh. right? It was, a, it was a side slam, okay? It was a big boss man side slam. I don't know what it was. But it was a slam. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and it looked good. Triple H sold it like a champ. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. Okay, so he, then... He kind of slipped out of the ring and then kind of came back. I like that. He still that. sold it. Like that. He's Stephanie got in the ring, slapped the shit out of Ronda. No, Ron- she didn't. She slapped the taste out of her mouth. Okay, you're probably used to slap, so maybe you got slapped harder. So What is that supposed to mean there, I'm, Mr. Rated R? I'm, we know your track record. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, for the record. He got that, smacked, by the way, just in case you guys want to know. Okay, so pretty much what happened was... 
See, women slap you because they don't like you. Women attempt to slap me, which they can't get the full slap because they're drunk. There's a difference. Uh, Jose Gonzalez, she was actually pretty good on Monday, but that face, though, uh, Ronda is a tweener in my eyes. It could be. I th- Go. I think there's a potential heel turn for Ronda once she gets yeah. comfortable. But for now, as of right now, yeah. she's a face. Uh, and a really good question. When Brock Lesnar leaves, right? If it happens. Paul Heyman should be her advocate. Thoughts? Maybe. The, if she's a heel, yes. If she's not a heel, she doesn't need Heyman. That's how I look at it. That's basically what I would say because we already seen her talk. Mm-hmm. So it takes away from that element. Like Brock, yeah. you rarely see him talk. So it was kind of like you have to see Heyman. Mm-hmm. But with Ronda, we already seen her talk. We already seen the stand she's taken. But I don't know. Like you said, for a heel turn, I mean, who better than than than, than Paulie Heyman, right? Well, we all. It's funny you mentioned like hearing someone talk, right? And and you know they both came from the UFC, Brock and also uh, Ronda Rousey. So our our friend of the show, Kevin. Right? We always talk about Kevin on this show. He was telling me how, you know, Ronda's promo, she can't talk on the mic, and it was horrendous, right, uh, on mo- on Monday. I mean, uh, on Sunday, right? I thought her promo on Monday was better, though. Yeah, it was an improvement. But I tried to explain to him, cutting a promo in the UFC after a fight and cutting a promo in the WWE, two different things. Because Brock Lesnar could actually talk in the UFC. Yeah. He could cut some vicious promos. Ronda could cut promos in the UFC. WWE is a whole different world. It's a whole different world, but um, and and I'm sorry, and and it's also a different way on what you're trying to sell, because in the UFC, all you have to do is, hey, I'm gonna fight this guy, and that's it. Mm-hmm. In the WWE, there's layers, yeah, uh, and, and yeah, it's fake, whatever. But what you need to understand is, first, you have to sell the match. Then you have to sell the stipulation. Mm-hmm. Then you have to sell, okay, how long is it going to go? Like, there, there's there's things. Okay, who starts first? Who goes second as far as getting over in the match itself? And then ultimately, who wins? So all that stuff is part of the selling process. Where in the UFC, you talk, you fight, you're done. Yeah. So th- that all also goes into the whole ring psychology and being able to, to sell, mm-hmm. which Paul Heyman is great. How they need to book Ronda is less is more with Ronda. Yeah. On Monday, we saw that she didn't talk as much or whatever. She just demanded an apology or whatever, and then that was it. That was pretty much it. She didn't say that much. Less is more with Ronda. That's how they continue booking her. Uh, I thought my issue with the with their, the segment on Raw had nothing to do with Ronda. It had to do with Stephanie, Triple H, and Kurt. Like, it just it's just a mess of stuff. Like, they had you intrigued, like, what was going to happen, but it ended up turning out to be a shit show. Yeah, I'm not sure that I quite understood. Like, like you said, he kind of threw a weak punch at the end there, and, and Kurt um, sold it like he got hit by the back. Yo, for real, he he did sell it well, but um, I'm just confused as to why Kurt Angle was so motivated on Sunday night, but then on Monday night, I mean, I get it, but I, I want to know what their what their motive is. If they if they're running with like, hey, I had pneumonia, that's a horrible angle. But <laughs> yeah. but I thought what Kurt was gonna say was like, he's like, I was lying. And then be like, they said this. They said more. What they really was, what they really said was this. That's what I thought was gonna be the payoff, but there was no payoff. It just led us a big question mark. Like, why did Triple H swing at him? Like, we just don't know. But um, to finish up with the Ronda stuff, Ronda did post on Instagram and Twitter. Um, hey, my my uh, first night on Raw, blah blah blah. Um, had a confrontation with Stephanie. I got a, uh, an apology, and then uh, my GM gets a. Uh, Gets uh, hit in the face. D- uh, this is not going to end here, or something down those lines. So obviously, this is going to further, if you want to call it, this storyline. We kind of got to wait and see. 
Um, uh, what's up? Well, I, and I know this kind of gets into what we're going to talk about with Shinsuke, and we're going to hold that from Chris Brown. Mm. Uh, Jose Gonzalez says, I think it's time as she gets settled in, her promo work should improve. And that's what we're... What? Well, it should, that, yeah. That's the goal here. And I the mean, goal- it, it took Lashley, what, three years, four years, five years, 17? Well, Lashley didn't get better until he left WWE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we should cut Ronda some slack. Uh, remember, she has never cut a promo in the WWE. Well, now no, she does. Well, well, we're not we're not criticizing Ronda. We're just saying that she can't cut a promo. And I thought that the WWE booked her right on Monday. That was the only thing good about that segment, Ronda. <laughs> Everything else was shit, yeah, yeah. and it had nothing to do with Ronda. Uh-huh. Um, moving on to some of the other stuff that's going on in the WWE world. Um, we're gonna leave the Cena stuff for last because I think that's gonna be a lot of stuff. There's a lot of different elements there, but Roman, right? Uh, he did a sh- Roman. Uh, Roman. Yes, Roman Reigns did a, a a shoot promo against Brock Lesnar. So they they the whole night they were promoting this Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns face off. Um, they were gonna go back and forth. That's what allegedly what's going to happen. Um, Roman ended up coming out alone. He pretty much said that Brock is uh Brock doesn't care about the business. That he does whatever the hell he wants. That he didn't show up. Blah blah blah. This this and that. So. That led the speculation. Was this a work? Was this a shoot? While since since Monday, now we're in Wednesday, a lot of different reports have come out. Some are saying that there's no nobody knows why Brock didn't show up. Heyman sh- no showed either. Now reports are saying that this was a work. That yeah. one of the higher ups of the WB told Heyman and Brock last minute, "Don't come. We want this to feel like a shoot mm-hmm. to try to get Roman over." <clears throat> now. It kind of throws a question, especially with all this UFC talk and everything else going on and speculation going around with Brock. Do you think, right? And I thought the Roman promo was good. I honestly, it was one of his better ones. It might have been his best one. Yeah. It was different. Okay. It wasn't the straight, it's Did, my yard, it's my yard. Different to Jace, because we've seen something like that with him with Cena. But and, and Rome is not a great promo guy. But it, it was it was one of his better ones. It did sound believable. So he's not a good promo guy. Here we go. He's not a bad promo guy. He's just a guy. He's a good promo dog. The big dog. The big promo dog. Now shout out to Tone. It was it was a great promo. You're absolutely right. And even if it was scripted, that, there was definitely a lot of it, it, it was, anger behind that because yes. he's right. And, and you, you see, there's how some he, truth. There's some yeah, truth yeah, to yeah. what he said. He referred to the guys in the back as the boys. Yeah. He didn't say like you know me and Seth or uh, you know me and whatever. He said <laughs> me and the boys are traveling <laughs> Hold on. the world. How, how, how the Romans out again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how the Romans out again? How does? Guys, it's all stream of consciousness here. You can't like ask me to do that shit again. The point is that he was like, yeah, you know, the, the boys and you know, blah, 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 right? I'm making him sound like Rocky Balboa. But the point is, there was definitely, I think, natural, natural feelings behind there because he brought in the entire backstage. He's like, we're traveling the world. We're doing this all year round. And this guy shows up like once or twice, you know, whenever he pleases. And, and, and it's true, even if it's a, you know, fake shoot or not, this was definitely his best promo, I think, by far. It's mm-hmm. been the best one since his getting chewed alive by John Cena. Because that was that was that was a, a great moment, but yeah. um, yeah, a lot of anger, a lot of realness behind that. Now, my question to you guys: Do you think this is gonna get the fans behind Roman at Mania, or you think yeah. the fans are gonna shit on this match like yeah. they did with Goldberg and Lesnar at WrestleMania twenty? Too late. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's gonna get him over. I mean, it got me going, and I'm not a mark. I, I kind of so. just want to see this win 
like over with, and then him lose it to like Strowman's rounds. Well, I, I and, w- and what I think is, and, and kind of to what Frank was saying, they've gone past that point where you can come back and make him a face or make him a heel or make him likable. Anything WWE, they should just make him a heel. People already hate him. Just make him a heel. Do, do you think it, you think people are gonna like him when he's no? A heel? But people are gonna listen. You look at Roman, right? I feel like Roman's promos would be great if he just acted like a dick. Because he has that dick quality in him. You see instantly an asshole with him. See, okay, they were far beyond, okay, they were far beyond the moment where they could have saved him and they could have made him likable to the, to the fans. Then they go and they reunite the shield. Okay? Which that was a Which, botch. But, right, it was a botch, but they, they did not boo him. They cheered him even when he started coming out on his own. He was being cheered. Yes, they did. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a slightly during the Shield that. reunion when during he came the Shield out reunion on his was, own, not with the three of them. They cheered with. There was a more cheers than there were boos, but they were still boos. Right, but but my point is that what what overpowered it was the second the they started wearing their own attire again. Forget it. He was right, doomed. but that's my point. They should have done something in that moment. And you know what? Uh, unfortunately, it looks like my cousin's not watching anymore. But he made a great point a couple of months back. He's like. They need to have Roman Reigns' like wife and daughter like ringside and just let Brock destroy him in front of his family. Put the camera on the family. Mick Foley and The Rock. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Make him cry. Make him seem like, oh, my God. So to like, really sell it, to make it emotional. Because last night's uh, shoot was, uh, excuse me, Monday night's shoot was definitely passionate. Yeah, so there, you was do pa- something there was passion like there. That, and you that was get, one of his better problems. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I mean, I think, that, you know, in the next month or so, they can still wor- uh, build up to it. And make it more believable, but he has to continue on. He needs to hit the ground running with what he said on Monday. I came up with a thought, right? Maybe if you want like a lot of heat on Brock, right? Just have Brock not even show up raw until Mania. Damn, I don't know about that, man. You want, but then I feel like people will still cheer Brock because you haven't seen him in so long. <laughs> it's like that cool uncle you haven't yeah. seen in a few months. Yo, what's like, up? if you really want heat on Brock, you'll have him not show up at Raw. That's but then, be, you, then he'll still get cheered no matter what. That's going to be the pop of the night. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like WWE, I, I give them credit because they're trying something different. But at the same time, I think they're doing it too late. Agreed. If Agreed. you wanted to go this route with Roman, maybe Roman Reigns have been cutting promos like this for months already before him being, like, even though we knew it was booked for Roman and, Roman and Lesnar for 34, like, we all knew that, right? But have him, like, trash... Brock, like months prior, I'm talking about like after their SummerSlam match, right? Ha- oh, that's why you took the bell and went back home. Like, have him try, like, just keep harassing Brock months and months and months. Yeah. But they- and, and we have uh, Lucha Animal saying he had uh, the one good promo after beating The Undertaker. To me, that was a heel promo. When he came in, it's my yard, it's my yard. But he just said a line. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> so yeah, he just said a line, but. I guess the timing, because you can't tell him, hey, stand there for 12 minutes and then say something. No. So what he did, and, and, and of course we watched it a couple of times. He that kept was play- great. He kept playing to the crowd. He didn't say every- nothing. He just kept exactly. looking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So every time the crowd would die down, like he would make it like a little smirk mm-hmm. or like a little turn. Or right when he was about to say something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you can see that he could co- uh, cut those good promos and thank you to the Luch Animal for giving us that. Well, no, I, um, that's okay. You're you're talking about two different things, though. You you are definitely talking about two different things. Cutting a good promo and knowing how to play a crowd is two different things. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Okay, that you playing to the crowd doesn't mean you could cut a good promo. But have them have that 
for him to go and just do stuff like the that. The thing with Roman is less is more with him. Okay. Unless he has a reason to talk like he did on Monday. Okay. Monday's promo, it wasn't great, but it was one of the best ones he cut. It was I thought better. It was a, I thought it was a good promo. Uh-huh. I will sit here and say it was a good promo, especially with a lot of shit that he saying, said in the past. But you're comparing to what he did at Mania after he defeated the Taker. That wasn't a promo. He played to the crowd. He knew when to say something. He said four lines, not even lines. He said four words, and then that was it. That wasn't a promo. If I may, uh, you y- may. yours truly was there in attendance uh, at WrestleMania last year and at Raw you the next night. Stop. Can you let the man talk, man? Okay. Damn. <laughs> let me just touch on what you just said. There was no lull whatsoever, okay? What you heard was the WWE probably lowering their microphones. Where you thought there was a break? No. He the, the chance was the entire time, asshole, you suck. That's all you heard. From I heard the fans a couple there. of fuck yous, too. There, there were definitely fuck yous. There. <laughs> the, the guy in front of me, when the, the second Roman came out, the guy in front of me turned around, looked at the audience, and did this. Okay? <laughs> and he held his hand up the entire time that Roman was talking. And let me just tell you, there was definitely more to be said by Roman that night. Yes. But the crowd did not let him. And I was nope. there. I was cracking up, and I couldn't believe these people would not let him. At one point, the cameraman, okay, is standing on the ring at the edge of the mat, and he's looking at Roman. He's doing this. We got to go. We got to go. So you know for a fact. He had more to there say. There was more to say. And you even saw the smile on his face after he dropped the mic. He's like, you know, it's my yard now. He just, mm-hmm. you know, drops the mic. Mm-hmm. There was no stoppage. They did not stop until he walked all the way to the back. They stopped. They continued to boo him all night and here we are almost a year later still and talking nothing's about changed and no and we're still talking about it because it was a it was actually when we did our, our our 2017 year that was it was in one of our moments of the year yeah. and because it was it was an amazing moment an amazing moment seeing like something where the crowd dislikes you so much because i don't want to say hate but the crowd dislikes you so much that they don't care nothing you say they defeated yeah. like us people so, in our age Taker's like a hero for for us, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though Taker should have retired a long time ago, but that's our childhood hero. So, but, and but, Roman took that from us. But let me ask you, though, with what we feel about Roman at this point, even if you have his family and kids, like we said before, and him get beaten, I still don't think the, cl- the crowd is going to... Brock Lesnar has to do something shitty like spit on his wife or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but I mean, do you need to take it to that Yo, point? I love French reaction right now. But okay, so either way, with Roman Reigns, it was it was a good promo. Yes, it was one of his better ones. But I personally don't think this is gonna help Roman's case. I still think that two things are gonna happen. They're still gonna cheer for Brock. I mean, especially if he resigns again, like he did in 2015, then they're gonna shit on Roman. And regardless of what it is, Roman's still going to get booed. Until we see something different from Roman, besides a decent promo from the guy, I mean, in a heel turn, maybe an alliance with Heyman, something. Until we see something crazy out of this world that we did not see coming, people are still going to shit on Roman. Except the kids and the women. Yeah, so it's going to be... Do you think he'll ever get to the status of Cena and and Kurt Angle? Absolutely not. Okay, so it's never going to be loving. No, okay, let me. I, I, I guess that's how. I I, mean, you, you okay? You that's you're, how asking, you're asking a different question now. Yeah, yeah. I, Roman Reigns is a talent. He is a talent. I, I'm not gonna shit on the guy. He's a talent. He's great in the ring. I think the problem with Roman Reigns has always been his booking. My take away the fact that he can't cut these cut promos like that, like a Cena, and 
and even Angle in his prime. I'm not gonna say Angle now. Angle at his prime. The problem with Reigns is his booking, and until we see a change in Roman's character, something, something drastically needs to change with the guy. People like us, we're always gonna boom, and that's at the end of the day, that that's what it is. At least with Jason Jordan, right? He was getting the booze, and he capitalized on that, and he took advantage of that, and now he put, he was playing with the, with the with the crowd before he got hurt. Yeah, and and I feel bad for him, man, because I did not like him at all in the beginning, and it got to the point where I wasn't just disliking him because he was a bad actor. I was disliking him because he was actually fitting into his role, finally. He, he, he knew how to, when we went to Raw 25. <sighs> he was there. We know. <laughs> I was there. That dude played to the crowd, and he was kind of getting a quarter of what yeah. Roman got at WrestleMania. Where they weren't, they didn't want to hear him talk, but he played to that. He knew he kept talking, and the crowd was like, He knew what he was doing, he knew exactly, he knew his role. With Roman, you're still trying to be a good guy, but you can't because the crowd does not allow you to be that way. And the difference between Reigns and Cena is Cena gets booed, right? He doesn't let the crowd affect him. No, where Reigns. You see he's bothered by you, it. You see it in his face. You yeah. see it in his face. His eyes say, say, say it all. Speaking about Cena, a lot of stuff is going on with Cena. So, typical John Cena promo on Monday Night Raw, claiming, you know, oh, I need to find my way to WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. He, then he mentioned The Undertaker. Yeah. No need to. He mentioned The Undertaker. Everybody went nuts. And then he clearly shot it down, saying that's not going to happen. I was told that's not going to happen. He said, since he's a free agent, he's going to go on SmackDown. He went to SmackDown. I was wrong. I thought that he was going to challenge Nakamura for his spot. Instead, we're getting Elimination Chamber of Jace at Fastlane. <sighs> so uh, our boy Rock Nation on Instagram actually had a conversation with you today uh, about this, about how the booking was uh, atrocious, mm-hmm. Mario's words. Um why would you do it, though? I don't get it. I think WWE is just like, like we always say that WWE phones it in, but yeah. I think they've just been phoning it so bad when it comes to SmackDown. You're making your champion weak. And we talked about it last week's show. AJ Styles, after his gender feud, right? Mm-hmm. After the great match he had with Brock Lesnar, after you made gender look great in two matches, the title match where he won the title in the UK and at, at Clash of Champions, right? After that feud was said and done, right, his championship reign has meant nothing. It's been horrible. Arguably, you're number one guy in the company as a wrestler. Number one wrestler in the world, his championship reign, it's it's very underwhelming because you have him in all these multi-man matches. You have him lose on TV. I'm sorry. He shouldn't have lost that match yesterday. He shouldn't. Granted, it was a great match. Cena, Cena at Styles 4, great match. They always put out good matches. They have good chemistry. There's no reason why Cena should be in this match. No. Just make it an Elimination Chamber match at this point. Well, it, yeah. But again, like, you have now this going on. Does that affect how it's going to happen for Mania? Or now are you going to have The Undertaker come in and be part of the match? So just have him do a, a fake contract you, signing, and then that's where you have the Undertaker come in. You what? What should have happened was I would like to see you have your number one contender for the world title Nakamura, not even booked on Fastlane. 
Cena should have challenged Nakamura. Yeah. That's what should have happened. Now you put Nakamura over, and then the following night on Raw, or you could do the the, the feud on SmackDown. Then you have Undertaker come um come and 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 do something. Now I have a couple things to say about that, but I just want to hear you your guys' thoughts on SmackDown and the way the whole AJ and Cena thing is going on. Like what happened last night? I just want to hear your thoughts. Um, like you said, great match. It was fun to watch. Um, honestly, I thought that when he came to SmackDown, they wouldn't just give him a handout and tell him, "Oh, you know, fight this dude and you make it, whatever." But uh, SmackDown has turned into just that. You mm-hmm. just walk to the GM or Shane and you get a match for whatever. Um, I think it was weak sauce, and I think it could have done better. And I think it just, for me, uh, it depreciates John Cena because. On Monday, he's like, I'm not looking for a handout, and that's not what's, what's going to happen. And that's pretty much what and we kind of sort of got. That's exactly what we saw on Tuesday night. He was given a handout instead of there being. I mean, you have a whole month and change, and then you make your champion look weak. It looks, it looks terrible. And like you said, ever since he got, you know, ever since he finished the feud with Mahal, Mahal it's just been. It's almost like the WWE is purposely doing it because they know the Universal Championship. So, you said purposely. WWE's purposely doing this. Yeah, so, that's one of my theories. That's my theory, too. I think they're purposely hurting AJ as a champion, making the world title mean nothing. Right. Because everybody knows that Nakamura and Styles has been a match that everybody's been wanting to see since they both got to the company. Yep. Okay? Fans want it. After the, the, the incredible match they had in 2016, which was match of the year that year, they, they, they want to take... The attention off that match, because they want the fans, the WWE Universe, to be focused on other stuff that's going on in this event. And that's my theory. So then just not have the match then. If that's right. what you're going to do, then don't have the match. If if and, and this goes back to, yeah, we got what we wanted at the Rumble, but then the next night. Well, like I said, WWE always got to throw us a bone. Hey, we're still giving you the match, even though the booking has been atrocious. Then don't have it. WWE still will give us a bone, and it goes back to what I told you about 30, which you was there. Daniel Bryan was, was world there. champion, but guess what? His title ring didn't last long because he no. got hurt, and then guess what happened a little while later, a couple months later? Triple H cut a promo on Raw saying, I told you about Daniel Bryan. He's a B-plus player. He got hurt, and they shitted yeah. on us. That's what WWE does. So with the match that you just spoke about right now, Nakamura and Styles, we're at four. And there's still a whole bunch of open field for WrestleMania. Yeah, there's still the whole tag team divisions on both Which we brands. haven't even touched. We haven't even touched on that. Um, New Day and the Usos cut a great back and forth promos. Um, mm. I love that feud. I wish that's yeah. the match we're going to get at Mania, but I feel like another team's going to get thrown in there because we've seen that match so many times, and they are scheduled to face at Fastlane. Who? Usos and New Day. Who? Who are you going to add? Who? Rusev Day. Who? Who? The Bludgeon Brothers. That is a disgusting act. Those two are the more better, uh, uh, two of the better performers in the tag team division. Luke Harper is. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean the, the the Rowan dude's not that bad. <laughs> the Rowan, Rowan dude. dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that just, just made the list. <laughs> but they 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 killed Luke Harper. Dude. They when he was finally hot and over with the crowd, like they just totally like nah. You know what? When it was take you out this main event. Picture. The Bludgeon Brothers gimmick is horrendous. It's they should have just stick to their white gear. Horrible. Their song was badass. Luke Harper's song is badass. Now they got like this horrendous fucking song. Dun, 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 dun. 
just horrible, dude. Honestly, not for nothing. If if we're gonna see a triple threat with those three teams at Mania, just make the shit a TLC match. Yeah, but they're good. They're good performers on the ring, so I'm not too concerned. Even though I think the tag team division has been so so watered down. To lend to your point before, why the young bucks shouldn't come over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, seeing their stuff uh, and the, the the promos they cut, who can they really? And then you just oh, look, who can keep up with them? Really, you look at NXT, their their world title division, their tag division is just so different. It's booked so differently, and it's just I don't know. I think Triple H needs the book. He needs a book, and until we see that, we're not going to see a change. Uh, hit that X Files thing again. No, we're not. No, doing. no, no, hold on, no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't hit I it. I have don't. one from Chris Brown. It's good. You said that last week, and it wasn't a good one. So okay. don't hit that. Just we're try, gonna, try me. No, we're gonna hit a coin. If it's good, we'll hit him a coin. Ah, Jesus. What's going to happen, Chris Brown is saying, is Cena is going to win at Fastlane. And while Cena's celebrating in the ring, lights go out, the gong hits, lights come, by, come back on. You see Taker standing in front of him, uh, and then Cena gives him a tombstone, lights out for the second time, and that's how you end Fastlane. No! That didn't deserve an X-Files theme. No! Huh? No. I tried, Chris. No! I tried. Not, not saying that that's a bad idea, but that's not... That's fantasy booking. We're okay. talking. That's for conspiracy theories. Come on, know your show, bro. It could. It could be. A no, 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 no. Two different okay. things. That'd you did go. that last week and you buried yourself. Reason why I'm Chris. saying that is, you just said Cena's gonna win at Fastlane. So then Cena would be champion. What does that mean for Nakamura? He's a he's a Royal Rumble winner. What does that mean? So we're gonna see we're gonna see a, a match between Nakamura and Styles for the number one contendership. That throws a curveball at that. No, we don't see need to see a world title match between Cena and Taker. I'm sorry, we don't need to see that. And I'm mad at you because you really wanted to give him the X Files theme at that. <laughs> Let me handle the boards because obviously you botch it every time. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> the last time Cena won the title, it was like, oh, nice, he won it. Only to be the first guy to lose in the elimination chamber to Bray Wyatt. So, do you think we can see deja vu? <sighs> the difference between that was Randy Orton won the Rumble match. Okay. So there was already a story being told at that. Now, gotcha. in was it Christopher Brown that said this yeah. this this fantasy booking? Yeah. They they you try to make it a conspiracy theory, but it had nothing to do with that. Chopper. <laughs> what he's trying to say is. Cena wins the title, Taker comes out, and then you have the feud start there. That throws a curveball at Nakamura, which won the Royal Rumble. So what do you do there? It makes no sense. Yeah. So, but he didn't mention the whole Taker and Cena stuff. How I would book if Taker does end up fighting Cena at Mania, how I would book it is Cena now loses at fast lane. He cuts a promo on Raw and or SmackDown cutting the same sappy promo, blah, 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 blah. Taker comes out. Taker goes like, you want a match? Well, I'm here. You mentioned my name. Now I'm here. Cena looks at him and says, no thanks. You're done. Oh. Walks away from him, right? Taker just looks at him. Okay. Now keep in mind, last year at Mania, Taker took off his hat and he took off his gloves. I was there. When he appeared at Raw 25, he didn't appear with the hat or gloves. No, that's true. So Cena's now on his quest. I'm trying to figure out what he does at Mania, right? Maybe he'll try to get in the United States Championship uh, picture. Maybe he gets in the Intercontinental Championship picture, which he, those two titles hasn't had. Like, they, they haven't 
had the, I mean, the Intercontinental Championship, he's never won, right? <laughs> so somehow he lands either a title shot or something, right? For one of those titles. Let's say the IC, right? What happens during the match when you think he's about to win? Taker's music hits, but is not the Lord of Darkness. Is Big Evil, the American badass. He comes out now dressed as the old school, that the old American badass Taker, which is really him. Hold on. No! <laughs> Hear me out. Yes, no! It wasn't me. Hear me out. Because now it makes sense why we see that version of Taker, because it's really Mark Calloway. Because the Lord of Darkness, the Phenom, has been dead because he took off all this gear last year at Mania. It would make sense now more than ever to bring that Taker back. Really? Because it's, it's really him. It's Mark Calloway. Yeah, now you're not, fighting, you're not fighting Undertaker. Now you're fighting the man that's Mark Calloway. He costs the scene of the match if he even goes that route. Mark Calloway could just challenge the guy. Well, obviously, he'll still be Undertaker, but he'll, still, he'll challenge the guy. And then there you have. There's your match. There's your story. And it goes back to when they first had their first encounter because that's when Undertaker was. He was still in that American Badass gimmick. I, I can see your reasoning behind it. I just don't know if I can back A lot up. of people weren't a fan of the American Badass gimmick. I'm no, You know what? I don't think that I wasn't a fan because I remember when he returned – I was a little kid, and I said, I feel like Taker's coming back tonight. And Taker came back that night, and I thought I was like a fortune teller. But I d- seeing him in that moment, at that time, it was okay because it was still during that, uh, what do you call it, the attitude era? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but seeing it now, and especially after seeing him last year, uh, uh, being at Mania was mad emotional seeing him go down. And I see why you're saying reprise the role because then you're not really coming back as a Taker. You're coming back as the American badass. But... Taker has not been the same since 30. He hasn't been the same since... Yeah, okay, fine. We'll say 30. That's he should have retired He should have retired there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and he sense. hasn't. He keeps coming back. He keeps... It's like, it's like he doesn't... They need to treat Undertaker like they did with Wolverine and Logan. As the, That was a great Western, by the way. Should have been nominated for an Oscar, okay? They, they should treat it like him. He should be like the guy that doesn't quit until he's finally, you know, quote-unquote, the dead man. Laid to rest. And I think... They need to treat Taker like that as, and he goes for his last hurrah, and they finally put him to rest, and that's it. And I think if you want to put him to rest, he already took off his gloves. He took off his hat. He let go of that. He, when he showed up at Raw 25, uh, 25 he, he wasn't, he didn't have the full gear. He didn't have the hat. Now more than ever, it would make perfect sense to to bring back that American badass gimmick or, or, or big evil, whatever you want to call him, because... Mm-hmm. Um, that's the closest thing to Mark Calloway. That's Mark Calloway. How do you think, let's just say that was pitched to him, how do you think he would feel about that, though? As in, as what? Like, the idea of him doing that? Yeah, considering how um, how much he's respected the character throughout the years. You know, whenever he made TV show appearances, he was always, like, in character. He never, except when he was the American Badass. Except though. Right, except mm-hmm. when he was the American Badass. But how do you think he would feel about going back to that route? I mean, he apparently was retired last year. Like, he's called it quits after right, that. Right, right. But now there's rumors that he has a pep in his step and he wants to wrestle again. And I don't know. I think it would be a really good story to be told, and especially seeing that on TV. Whether he wins or loses, it doesn't really matter. But just the fact that he dropped the stuff last year and left in the middle of the ring, and now we're not seeing that Undertaker. We're seeing... The man, Mark Calloway, the the closest version 
of who he truly is, which was the American badass. The more you talk about it, the, the more I think I like the idea. If it's not the American badass so much. No, no, no. More... He's not going to come out with Rowan. Yeah. Rowan, Rowan. He's not going to come out with that. He's going to come out with that big e- evil song. Like, I think it's, I think the song was called You're Going to Pay or something. Like, back yeah, in the yeah. early 2000s. I remember like, what we were talking about. I, I think he will come out to that song. Okay. Um, I look at it. Like, I compare Taker, right? Especially in the last couple of matches. His wins, his losses, and just the man that just doesn't want to quit. I compare it a lot to, to Logan, to Wolverine. I think that's a great comparison. And didn't the streak end in New Orleans? Yes. So I mean, so what better it's, time? It's full story. And place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I look at it in that sense. Now, still talking about Cena, and we're gonna wrap up with this. I've been hearing you guys. There's uh this Rey Mysterio rumor going around that that dropped late last night yeah. after SmackDown, and it's been a lot of speculation now. So apparently, Mysterio has been talks with WWE since his Royal Rumble appearance. There's been reports that he was at SmackDown. There's been reports that he wasn't at SmackDown. There's reports that he was at Raw. Regardless, there's been some talks between Mysterio and WWE. There's this rumor going around that now there's a chance that we're going to see John Cena and Mysterio at Mania. Mm -hmm. How do we feel about this? (sighs) No. I mean, he looked great when he came out. He looked amazing. I mean, he looked like he was shooting up like every other day. Okay, yeah. he looked great. So I think in ring performance, we're not gonna have a problem with that. We'll see a bunch of six one nines and a bunch of uh, you know cute body slams. But um, I mean, it'll be fun. Like I said, in ring performance wise, they're they're great. I don't think uh, I've seen Ray's most recent stuff. I don't think he's lost a pep in his step. No, um, no, no, absolutely not. We know Cena's still at you know like peak prime physical shape. So yeah, I mean, I I would be cool with it, but I don't know how well it would work considering there's only a month left to build that up. Mm-hmm. You know, and Ray came out of nowhere at Royal Rumble. So, I, I mean, I, I would watch it. Long story short. I think, okay, I think the match, regardless, is going to be good. Now it's like, are we going to get a story behind it? Like, why they find, like, why would Mysterio challenge Cena? Like, the, well, that's the whole point, to, to, to Frank's point. Like, yeah, but you can only take old school so much. You know? Yeah, this is a, uh, the match, but the last interaction they had, funny enough, was at the Rumble. I have a thought, though. Old school, new school. Go ahead. My thought is Mysterio for years has held the grudge against Cena. Remember when Punk won the world title uh-huh. at Chicago? Uh-huh. And then the very next night, they never mentioned CM Punk's name, and they yeah. did like this tournament, which Mysterio ended up winning the, fo- the f- not that Monday, but the following Monday. The one after, yeah. And then Mysterio won the title, and then Cena challenged him that same night for the title, and then Cena ended up winning in the main event. I remember. Where Mysterio only had the belt for, like, what, two hours? Yeah. They could go back to that. You took my moment away because you had the higher power. You you're, you have the, the company behind mm-hmm. you. you. You've always had. You've been so putting guys like me because of my size and my smaller guy, okay. You've been putting guys like me below you. Uh-huh. He could do something like that because I I remember that moment. Still. Well, it, it doesn't take much time to build a storyline like that. Mm-hmm. You just need you know five minutes basically because then yeah, it brings it right back to that. But do you want to keep it so close to CM Punk? Do, because you don't, it, it, ha- you don't have to mention CM. No, Punk no, no, no. But, but so if, if if I'm an outside guy, right, and I don't remember that moment. Bro, they mentioned C- they mentioned CM Punk on Raw twenty five, so at this point it's free game. No, no, but but what I'm saying is now the power is in 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 the listener or the viewer's hands. 
because they're the ones that are going to do all the research unless you take the time to actually put it together. But then how is it that you just happen to have this on cue? You know what I mean? Well, no, you you don't have to do it like that. There could be a bill. Like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, Cena cuts a, a, a crappy promo uh-huh. and goes like, well, I don't got a match at Mania. Then Mysterio comes out and be like, hey, I'll have a match with you. <laughs> like, he doesn't, he doesn't, we don't have to do it like that. Uh-huh. Let's add, let's add some spunk to it. What yeah. if he shows up at Fastlane and calls Cena the match? Could be. Yeah. And then Ray explains itself why. And then that'll be a Fastlane to WrestleMania. Huh? No! <laughs> You think I'm bad? Well, see, this is the first time Frank has has said like a bad joke. Thank you. You do it on a regular. It's because I'm not here every Wednesday. <laughs> but tune in every Wednesday. Even your middle fingers are bad. Yeah, <laughs> He's like six nine. His middle fingers this small. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than your fucking face. Now go. Go ahead. Let's go. Um. Let's go. We're almost done. Woo! So, yeah. just to finish up, guys. Oh, we're done. This Saturday. Actually, no, let me plug two of them. Can I go? Can I go? You're not going to go. Stop playing Can yourself. I go? Can I go? He got kids. Congratulations. You played yourself. This Friday, there's going to be a Northeast Wrestling show. Yes. It's gonna, the Young Bucks is going to be there. Flip Gordon, which is the Northeast Wrestling World Champion. Uh, Marty Scroll is going to be there. Ray Mysterio is going to be there. Uh, for, more, for more information, hit up uh, northeastwrestling.com. Find them on Facebook. You can get more information on there. Shout outs to Tenacious Tyler. This Saturday, though, Ring of Honor. Yeah. Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah. Manhattan Mayhem. Yeah. Your truly is going to be there. Possibly the Big Dog Tone's going to be there. Uh, who knows? Maybe even DJ Geo might come with me. You're not going to go. No. Um, yeah. There's can, still can tickets. There's hold still on, hold on, t- hold on. Let me think about it. <sighs> that is a big. <laughs> if you guys. I like how you read my mind. You could still you could still probably get tickets like on StubHub or whatever. Maybe there's still some tickets in Ticketmaster. I don't know, but I'll probably get mine on StubHub. But with that being said, Frank the Tank, you are the man. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. You are always welcome on the show, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Keep doing your thing on the blogs, bro. On Talking Tank. Talking Tank. Um, great show, guys. What you guys think? Great show. What do you think? It was an awesome show. Guys, thank you for following us here on Facebook Live. If you listen to us on SoundCloud, remember, like Mario says, give us that five-star Forks Splash rating. And review comments, grievances, Barry Leo, Barry, either one of us. Yeah. Um, make sure you subscribe, people, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much to everybody that joined the Facebook chat. All the awesome yeah. questions. All the awesome Good questions, bookings. by the way. Yeah, even though Leo I, I fucked up, I fucked yeah. up. What, what else is new? But the best part is they can like our Facebook page when we go live. See, like today we went live earlier. So like the Facebook page. Let the people know that we are here. Follow us at, on Instagram, Twitter, at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. everywhere. Shout out to the Big Dog Tone. The Big Dog. Frank the Tank. Checking every Monday for a new article on the yeah. Tank. Yeah. Right? The plug. Frank the Tank and Lucha Amino, baby. Yeah, so we're going to drop one, maybe two, three, four, five. Guys, follow the page, LuchaOutsiders.com. Whenever they want to post, thank you so much. Yeah. For Leo, for Frank the Tank, and myself, Mr. Rated R, thank you so much. And like always, keep it rated R and stay too sweet. sweet. Mahan Mayhem, this Saturday. Yo, 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 is your boy. 
I don't sound like Vincent, bro. And you have a more high octave voice than I do. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy. It's your boy. What did I say, boy? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Baby, baby. Okay, go ahead. Are you even recording? Yeah, I, I didn't touch it. Go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Can you shut the fuck up? Okay, sir. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Mr. Rated R Mario from the Lucha Outsider Show. And this is what we got for you. Ep- Frank the Tank. <laughs> 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 you know I'm leaving all this at the end, right? It's awesome, though. No, come no, on, you're not. Come no. on, Frankie. No, you're not leaving all this at the Frankie end. Frankie the Tanky. Uh, no, you're definitely now losing people in this. No. <laughs> Last week was funny because you bury yourself in front of your wife, uh, which was funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got, I got. I got a talking. <laughs> this, guy, this guy, right, at the end of last week's episode, we're about to record, a, and I'm like, <clears throat> yo, yo, it's your boy. And he's like, oh, he's like, yo, you got to you gotta wait. You got to blah, blah, blah. And then you could hear his wife saying something in the background, and, and she goes like, he goes like, guys, say, guys, 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 He's like, I love you. And I was like, this is why your wife hates you. And then he goes like, I love you, babe. 